Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Psychic America. This is Tracy Brown coming to you today, first of the new year on January 3rd, 2015. Hi, everyone. How are you today? Glad to come back for the new year. I kind of took a break because I wanted to be like everybody else. They took like these Christmas breaks. <laughs> Sorry I'm late today. Um, It turns out that we have a psychic fair today, and I forgot about the psychic fair. Hold on a second. I forgot about the psychic fair. Hold on, people. To answer the text. Yes. Um, No. Um, I forgot about the Psychic Fair, which is um, a fair that we're doing out from the store that I work at, the Green Man store. With that being said, I am taking a break and I'm enjoying my show from the fair. So, let me try and get this computer on. Got your show now. Let's go. Let's do this. I'm getting a lot more followers, by the way, on my radio show, and I'm very, very grateful for that. Let's take a look. Oh, here we go. Studio. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm so slow. I'm so sorry, but I have to wait on my computer. But I just want to wish. Everyone, everyone, a merry new year. We all deserve to have a better year this year. Uh, I'm going to bring Malcolm, the ordinary sports political guy, on. Hey, Malcolm. Hey, Tracy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you? I'm just great. How about yourself? Pretty good. Um, this is 2015. And, you know, I happen to notice, maybe I've never noticed it before, maybe I was so busy participating in the same lingo, but I happen to notice that everyone says, you know, this is going to be my year, and this is the, you know, this is a better year, blah, 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 blah. And I... You know why that is, right? Why? Because here's my thing, Malcolm. I think that every day is an opportunity to create your new year. Every single day. And and I'm in agreement with you. But you have to understand that the last couple of years have kind of sucked. So for a lot of people, Um, financially, mostly financially, we're all hoping that, you know, going into the new year that, uh, you know, Generally, you know, things just get better. Okay, fair enough. I mean, we, we had a lot of turmoil the last part of the year. You know, all this, all these, uh, uh, what would I call? I don't want to call them riots. I want to call them uh, racial tension. Call it what it is. <laughs> people were protesting the, the current state, and you know, I yeah. came across a real interesting article this morning on the CNN website about. Uh, 
this black guy who had traveled to Ukraine on a Fulbright scholarship and the amount of racism that he encountered in Eastern Europe. In Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. Real blatant Europe. You know, but he said he appreciated it because, you know, the difference between there and here is that it was so blatant that he, he didn't have the question. They didn't feel bad about telling it. <laughs> We're looking at mm-hmm. you because you're black. He was getting racially profiled by the police. You know, he'd go on stores. People wouldn't want to serve him, that kind of thing. Hmm. What country? Ukraine. Hmm. Interesting. You know, part of the former Soviet Union, Dolphin, you know, that country. You know, I don't know, Malcolm. I've actually heard that maybe it's just a difference between male and female, but I heard that you know, women, you know, of, you know, the African-American race are favored in other countries. Oh, I didn't say, you know, they, they've been, they're favored in this country, too, you know, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> that means nothing. We're talking about a race in general. <laughs> you know, African-American women are beautiful. They, you know, of course, they're favored. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean... Yeah, that's what I've heard. So, yeah, maybe it's just a female thing then. Probably. You know, mm-hmm. let's believe that when Beyonce walks in the room, she gets a lot more love than her husband gets. But they still <gasps> love him, too, because of who he is. But well, if, he, if he wasn't who he was, they would look at him as Joe DeCamel. They'd be like, who is this like that? That's a good point. That's exactly. That's a good point. Whereas Beyonce could not have a dime, she'd walk in a room and, and guys would still look at her. They'd be like, "Ooh, who is that?" I, even without her, even yeah. without her fame I, and her money, yeah, she'd still be that big Amazonian girl that walked in the room. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So, yes. So that's just you know. That's where women have it over men, but there's other reasons that women have it less than men. So, I mean, no reason to debate that. Anyway, today is the, it is the, the, the start of the new year, right, Tracy? And today is also the start of the NFL playoffs. That's the best day of the year almost because you get, you get four, four of the best games you're going to see all year in this one weekend. Mm-hmm. Are you on a train or something? Oh, no. You didn't get the first part of my opening um, statement. I am actually at my psychic fair today. Oh, yes. Okay. Hi, honey. How, hold on, Malcolm. How are you? No, I'm doing my show, but I'm, I'm available anytime after one. Okay, but you look adorable. Um, I was going to say something to you. Um, right, so I didn't want to give up the show and, like, just do the fair. Like, the show is a part of my job, so. I'm just oh, okay. So you're doing, like, a, a, a lot, right, a live feed like they do at the Super Bowl. You have all these sportscasters <laughs> up there that have live feeds at the, from the Super Bowl. You're just having a psychic there. <laughs> right. I got Absolutely. you. Now I understand. <laughs> I believe in smoke. multitasking. 
Huh? Hey, if, it could, if you can do it, do it. Work it out. Exactly. It, it's all a part of my job. So I don't know how to give up one for the other. So I'm like, I'm just going to combine it. <laughs> oh, okay. That sounds like a, okay. I'm, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm there. So, yeah, as I was saying, you know, this is the first weekend of the, the, the NFL playoffs. And if you're a football fan, this is as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. And you may not be a football fan. You know the sad part no. about today's the sad part about today's games or you know the weekend's games is this is the first time that uh, at least one of the games will not be shown to the general public. You have to have you know uh, ESPN in order to be one of the games. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a mistake by the league to do that because they've been talking about this for years. But you know, it's the first time it's actually happening. So, you know, if you're a fan of the Arizona Cardinals or the uh, the uh, Carolina Panthers, unless you have ESPN or go to a sports bar, you will not be able to view the game. It sucks. And of course, I'm like, you know, I like I like everybody to be able to view the game. So. Yeah, yeah. You have to say. I don't know. Just my own feeling about things. And what is this called again? I got a little. What What is today again? The the first the start of the NFL playoff. Start of the NFL playoff. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what leads okay. up to the Super Bowl. You know that that big game in February where. Yes. Yes. You know, people yes. stop doing things and they all have parties, most of which are yes. not concerned with the game. Yeah, yeah, I know how you feel. Yeah. Okay, so this is the beginning of the playoffs of the NFL. And to be honest with you, this is the first year that I paid attention to the NFL, but more because you being a co host. Hold on a second. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. Um. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. Huh? I know. You want to switch places when I go back there for a minute? You sure? No, just in my computer. I'm all good. Okay. All right. Okay. Get going. That's Sean uh, Malcolm. Sean. Yeah, he's my gay son. There's nothing I could do with him. I've got a hip-hop son. I've got a gay son. And they both kind of get on my nerves. <laughs> I won't even go there with you. <laughs> right, don't go there with me. <laughs> they, they both kind of uh, get on your nerves. They both uh, get on my nerves. <laughs> I don't bad. even know how Start I incorporated a gay. I don't even know how I incorporated a gay son, but all of a sudden I'm nurturing this gay, you know, 28 year old, and he's the same age as my son, basically. So he's. He can fall easily into that category. I mean, my son is 26, and he's my son is 26, and he's born in 24, something like that. Whatever. Well, I, I understand. In any case, the young boys in my life are a lot of problems. There's some reason why I didn't have a girl. Now I see why. Why? Girl might be better. <laughs> um. I I think so. <laughs> the punishment. That's why. 
That's why I didn't have a girl, because the punishment. I like it be easier with the girl. <laughs> yeah, because I know people with, with, I know a lot of young men, and some of them are really good young men, but, you know, you have a better chance of having a knucklehead as a young man. I know. I know. I totally agree. But, you know, part of that is, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't have any kids, so it could be a million reasons why kids turn out the way they do. I'm over it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm over it. Good luck on that. So you have Sean and, you know, of course, your son. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I have to tell you, between the two of them, like, I'm always like, calm down, calm down. Like, oh, my God. <sighs> well, yeah, part of that's the testosterone in their system that's raging, so. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah, I know. Belgium and Belgium are just different. Some people don't get that, but they're different. So, yeah, I mean, girls give you a lot of attitude, though, so it's just a different degree of the same thing sometimes. Yeah, they do give you a lot of attitude. Depends on how about it. I don't really have a lot of that problem a lot because I'm only an uncle for most people, so mm-hmm. I don't get a whole lot of attitude from too many people. Mm. So it's a beautiful thing. But anyway, um, have you been watching the news and Tracy? Mm-hmm. Since you're not following sports at this point. Mm-hmm. I think I might be out of the loop a little bit, so you just tell me what's in the news, and I'll tell you whether, whether or not I picked up on anything. Well, you know, the other day they had a, a, an airline go down in the, the South South Pacific area you know, between yeah, you Singapore and Canada, yeah. and it's unfortunate because you know air travel is the the safest way you can travel. You know, if you look at statistics, but yeah, I don't believe but that, but okay. You don't believe it? Why don't you believe it? No, no, because it used to be a time, to be honest with you, that cruise travel was the safest way to travel. We now know that that's not always true um, with all the, some of the cruise ship and corporate. Um, and as of lately, too many planes have gone down. At least in the Asian continent over there, you know, so, I, I'd i like to go to Bali one day. I'm like, how do I get there if the planes are going down? Well, they, but they don't really go down at all, you know, and, and you know, the, the, the truth of the matter is the airlines have the technology to kind of make sure they never go down, right? Yes, right. Except the they're, they're they don't built want to, never to go down. Yeah, but they don't. They don't. They're not really built to never go down because they don't spend the money that they could. Because they, if they really spent the money to build the plans that where they would need to in order to make sure that they don't go down, the plans would cost you know ten times more than they do now. And of course, the airline companies they don't want to spend that money. Mm-hmm. The makers of the airlines don't want to don't want to spend that money because they know nobody will buy it. You know, mm-hmm. and airfares will be through the roof. So, I mean, the bottom line is, you know, we, we take our chances 
when we get on the plane. Because I mean, you saw the movie Flight. I mean, hell, sometimes your 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 pilot might be a little impaired. You just never know. You just sort of got to pray and just cross your fingers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, there was a time that I used to fly a lot because of Brian's work schedule. He was one of those child actors that uh, worked all the time and was always being flown somewhere. And and in first class, by the way. So I'm even numb to being in first class. It's not that big of a deal, to be honest with you. But I have a funny feeling on certain other flights nowadays with a bed pulled out and a 15-hour flight, that might be a better experience. It but might be. I don't know. I've never flown first class. I think it's a big deal, but, you know. Oh, my God. Have you never flown first class? I have never flown first class. Oh. Well, to be honest with you, I used to be a ticket agent at Continental. And so from that point, getting into first class as an employee, we could do that too, depending upon the flight, right? So I've had right. my experience in first class as an employee, and then Brian started working. And so one experience led to another experience. So by the time Brian started working, like seriously, Brian used to be like seven years old sitting in first class. And I've had the flight attendants like kind of like look at him. I don't say anything, but they just kind of cheat to trick them. And then they're like, hey, so the plane's about to take off, honey, and we're going to have you. The second day, they didn't check the manifest, the, the manifesto or the sheet or whatever, not manifest, the manifest sheet. And so they'd be like, it's time for you to go and coach. And I, my son would kind of like look and I go, uh, I'm here because he's here. <laughs> so they thought you were slumming. They thought you were like, you know, just trying to, to uh, take a speed, you know, like when you go to a stadium and you, you go down and sit in the front row, but you weren't supposed to sit there. That's what they were saying. Well, well no. Um, when you go into first class, you very rarely see children in first class. So the child might be with the mom who's in, or the dad who's in first class, and then when they're ready, when everybody's ready to be seated, the child has to go back into coach because that's a normal experience. He's just hanging out with mom in the beginning and, okay, mom, wait, I'll wait, see wait, you when wait, we wait, land. Wait, 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 wait. So yeah. A, a child would be separated from his parents because the parents wanted a better seat and the child would be sitting back in the back with the rest of us? Yes. I mean. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, deep. that's deep to me. No. Yeah, that's that, that's actually very normal. Very, very normal. Well, yeah. Because I'm thinking, what well, kind of parent is going to send their kids back to the back of the bus? <laughs> Don't you want to say? I would. I I never sat and not had my son next to me. I can't even imagine that. Yeah. But but it was very normal. The flight attendants would go, okay, honey, time to go. Like, talking to Brian real cute, real sweet. And then I kind of did it on purpose. Hmm? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I always have fun at it because I'd be like, oh, no, um, this is his seat. And then I would show them the booklet. And sure enough, they had to deal with a little seven, eight, nine-year-old in first class. It was his seat. I was getting the privilege 
to sit with him. That's all very crazy to me, I have to say. (laughs) It's very common, though, I'm telling you, especially for people that travel a lot. It's it's a common, like, it's very, very common where the parents sit up front, the kids are in the back. And sometimes the kids are in the back with the nanny, or if there's more than one child, then the, the children are just sitting together without, you know, guardianship because the parents are in the front. It's, it's all weird. But in any case, so I'm numb to that kind of experience, but I'm sorry you've never gone in first class You to try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I probably should. But the other thing is that I used to be uh, a ticket agent for Continental and then for United. And because there were people like you that have never had the experience of sitting in first class, I used to give away first class seats. That's probably why you don't work there anymore, huh? You're giving away away the kingdom. Go ahead, say the first class. I got pulled into the office, and they were like, you have a high number, what we call giveaways, because you can, like, it's like comp a a first-class seat, and they're like, you have a high number of giveaways, and what's that about? And I was like, well, look at the documents. I always justify why I'm giving away a seat, but I didn't justify. Sometimes if I thought you were pretty, I would just put you up front. It didn't make a difference to me. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that explains it all to me. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why I'm not with Connor <laughs> Yeah, I would think. And then this one time I was in Chicago. I used to live in Chicago, and I was working for Connor And Connor used to be the convention capital of the world. Like, if there was a convention to be had, companies would set it up in Chicago. And so they put me on, yeah, they put me on a New York flight um, because New Yorkers supposedly have attitudes, but they really don't, but other people think we do. And so they felt like, since I was a native New Yorker, I could handle the New York flight, which was true. I can handle my own people. But I figured out the best way to handle my people was to make them give me gifts. So they would come with their bags of stuff, and I'd be like, oh, my God, I love that pen. And they're like, oh, my God, do you want it? Yes. And then I would upgrade them to first class, depending upon the type of gift that they gave me. So one guy wow. had a very – That's actually known as bribery. So <laughs> – they would just bribe you. You unabashedly take bribes. That's cool. <laughs> Maybe that's why but, I never ended up on my own bribe. But this one time, I tell people that I can make you give me the shirt off your back. Because that literally happened one day. So I'm in, you know, um, uh, ticket agent. I'm sending the New York people on. And this one guy comes up to me, and he's like, you know, he's trying to be really sexy, and he's like, is there any way I can get up to first class? 
Now, look at him. Like, I like to give away first class. You can't ask for it. It's two different things. <laughs> really? No, you can't. You can't, like, Rico so, swap me uh, into giving you first class. You can't be all sexy and think I'm going to just do it because you're cute. No. No. Okay. I have no rhyme or reason why I put people in first class. Hi, honey. I have no rhyme or reason why I put people into first class. I might like the purse that you I might like your shoes. It was just crazy, my reasoning. But if you came up to me and was like, hey, babe, you know, can you put me into first class? Like, I'd be like, no, there's no seats available. Sorry. <laughs> wow. I have so no idea it worked like, like that. It doesn't, Malcolm. It's my cookiness. Oh, my right. personal crazy. And so this one guy comes up to me, white guy, and he's like Rico swabbing me, and he's like, is there any way I can get into first class? And I looked at him, and I was like, no. No. I'll check you in. And, and then I looked at him, and I was like, actually, I'll take, if you have any of the shirts that you're wearing, uh, I can put you in first class for the shirt. And he almost died in front of me. He's like, I swear to God, I have, I only have pens. I, I don't have, I don't have this shirt. It was a really nice shirt too, right, Malcolm? And I was like, oh, too bad. And I checked him in and wow. I put him on his, and he had, you were not ready to seat anybody and I put him on his way. But I held his um, ticket aside and then before we board, we do the upgrade. So I'm upgrading and I put him in first class anyway. Like, I'm not a bitch. I just wanted to, like, be a bitch, right? So I call him over, and I was like, here, you're in first class. And then he was so grateful. And then when it was time to board Malcolm, he had on a T-shirt. He took the shirt off his back and gave it to me. Okay. That's weird. But... <laughs> I'm still amazed that people were getting first class all the time. I thought you actually had to pay for it. No, surprise, surprise, no. surprise, surprise. You would have loved me as a ticket agent. Mm-mm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Smile at me, and I'd be like, "Oh my God, did you like pay?" That's what I used to do. Wow. Of course, like, yeah. One woman was pregnant, and of course, I'm not going to let a pregnant woman sit in coach. So I looked at her, and I was like, listen, I can get you on, because when you're working the Newark area, there's a lot of flight delays, blah, blah, blah. And her flight was delayed. And I was like, listen, your flight's going to be delayed anyway. How about if I put you on a whole nother flight, which you have to wait two hours, and I'll put you on first. And she was pregnant, and she went for it. Oh, she yeah. been home in two hours. She would have been home in two hours. She won it first class. Well, it sounds like it was a deal to me. I mean, I would have waited a couple hours to get first class. Why not? Hell. <laughs> That's because I've never done it. It would have been something special. So I'm like, wow, I have to fly first class. No. I mean, when I used to work for um, Continental, my dad used to fly back and forth to Vegas. And I would put him in first. I would put my sister in first. I would put my sister's best friend in first. Whenever they wanted to travel, they they traveled first. Uh-huh. So how did this wonderful job end? <laughs> Termination. Oh. 
actually, actually, they transferred me first to the uh, to the putt putt plane, the little ten seater. Yeah. Because there's no first there. <laughs> uh huh. So they they transferred me to the little ten seater, and so they, tr- they, they tried to work with you. They did, they did, but they actually thought I would hate it. But I tend to love any environment that I'm in, even if it's a bad environment. Like, I make the best of a situation, so I drive in that environment. That was great. And then you had to drive these buses to the planes. And you, you board the, have you ever been on a little putt putt plane? No, they scare me. I would I'd be a little afraid to get on a putt putt plane, as you put it. I've seen them from a distance. I have a lot of distance for going to me. <laughs> you should be afraid. Those planes are scary. Well, out of the planes, you know, like if you're on a big airliner, they don't uh, they don't go down. Like I said, it's the safest way to travel. But the little planes, oh, you have a much better chance of going down. <laughs> much better chance. Your odds go up dramatically. So. God, nobody feels hot in here. Okay, I just turned the heat off because this is ridiculous. <laughs> You're welcome. Like, oh, my God, you all are going to pass out before you get your reading. <laughs> but um, they transferred me to the little putt-putt plane and thought that I would hate it, but I absolutely loved it. And you would have to board people on a bus and then take them to the plane that's parked, the, the little putt putt plane. Oh, because they don't come, they don't the come up to the terminal. Exactly. Um, yeah. Another reason I wouldn't want to get on one. That's a, a bad sign. we got to take you to the back to put you on a plane. Really? Well, there's one time... I loaded a bus full of people to take them to the plane, and then I forgot that they were on my bus. And so when you don't have people, you take your bus and you park it, which is like a mile away. It's just a nightmare. Park your bus and then... I just forgot to take them to the plane, so I took a... You forgot? I'm sorry. Did you say you forgot to take them to the plane? (laughs) Yeah. The one thing you had to do, you forgot to take them to the plane? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. I would have fired Gabby like, you've got to go. (laughs) She lost her mind. She forgot to take the passengers to the plane. (laughs) So I'm, I'm driving them where we park, which is like, you know, a mile or so further from the airport. And and I even backed the bus up without looking, right? And you're not supposed to do that. You're both, I know. Yeah, okay. And then we go and park and, you know, there's, Manual brake you have to, there's all kinds of things you have to do to make sure this bus doesn't roll. You've got to pull up this manual brake and pull up this brake. And it's, it's, it's a big thing. And so I do all of that. And then I turn around finally. 
I got a buckload of people. They don't say anything about them. No one says anything. They just well, let me talk the bus. <laughs> well, they sort of were trusting you to do what you just what they thought you were gonna do. Like we don't have to worry. We're she's gonna take care of us. Not knowing that you weren't gonna take care of them. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> But of course, I took them to the plane without anybody knowing anything. Well, good. That's that's a plus. But there's a lot of reasons why I'm not there. Oh, oh, and then this is my favorite part. So at some point, I decided that I wanted to work as air traffic control. (laughs) (laughs) Only because... You were driving a bus, <laughs> and you not the point, people. Huh? Not the point. That's not the point. The that point is, is the point. That's it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, That's exactly the, the point. The point is that I wanted to work as air traffic controller now. So, ironically, I used to have a boss that actually reminds me of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> He, must have he been was a doozy. very, huh? He must have been a doozy. But what does a doozy mean? Uh, it just it doesn't mean anything. Go ahead, tell the rest of your story. Because you're talking so, about yourself. I just said he reminded yes. me of you. Yeah, I'm a doozy. What does it... So anyway. All right. Well, in any case, he was very orderly. He was very, you know, very by the book. And then I would walk in and it, it, I would just like, like, he just have to throw his papers down. He's like, what? Like that kind of thing. So, so he never really like knew what to do with me. And he had to handle me a certain way to be like, Tracy, this is what I need you to do today. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> Yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and so he comes up to me and he's like, listen, you know how well I know you. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, the last thing we're going to do is allow you to apply for air traffic control. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. You know <laughs> Tell them I look like I could be their man. Tell them I could be their manager. 
I'm willing to buy it here. I'm Tracy, but you have to buy the tickets downstairs. Are you okay with going up? Because Marjorie can get the tickets for you. You want to stay right here? I don't want you going downstairs with the with the thing. Marjorie. Oh, it's a beautiful. Oh, this is ten dollars that I'll get. Ten dollars. I don't know where that place is, but I love the thing. I don't know Albert. Alvarado? Alvarado? I'm not from California, so I'm still experiencing. I've been here 10 years, but I'm still experiencing things. I'm just afraid for her to go down, up and down with the chain, Marjorie. And she wants to buy tickets for Jason. Sorry, Marsha. Oh, it's okay. Um, you can lay it down. It's, it's chaos. What can you do? I apologize. Thank you, Marjorie. Um, in any case, yeah, I could not. They wouldn't let me apply for air traffic control. Probably a good move. Um, <laughs> so you did you say Alfred? You never been to Alfred Street? No, what's beautiful? I'm never been there. Alfred. Yeah. That's laughing. I don't know what you're talking about. It's just like it's downtown. I'm like, I thought I'd been all over oh. downtown. Yeah, no, it's at the, the north end. Of downtown on the uh, other side of the other end of the one hundred one, other side of the one hundred one. So if you keep so going it's straight, East LA. Up, no, it's not East LA. It's still technically downtown. So it, it's it's a, a street where they have it's like old Mexico kind of thing. You would probably like it. I say, how come I don't know about the street? I have to discover the street now. Yeah, because it's kind of like right up your alley as far as things you would like. <laughs> it sounded like you said it with a little bit of shade. No, no, no. I'm not, not, not at all. Now, everybody oh, okay. goes to Alvaro Street. Really? I mean, but you would like it. You would really like it, I think. That's not shade or whatever that means. <laughs> That's not that. Oh, shade is is uh, shade. You give a lot of shade. You're a shady giver. Well, that wasn't. If I'm sorry, you would have taken it like that because that's not. No, I don't even know what shade no. means, but it's. it's <laughs> I'm sure I didn't give it like that. <laughs> I'm basically well, telling you I... that's a nice place. It's a it's a tourist spot in that Los Angeles, and you know, it used to be one of the top places to go, but. Um, it may not be anymore, but certainly it's some place that uh, people should go to. Um, How do you or you it? Station. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know exactly how to spell it because I've messed it up. I mean, I would spell it like it sounds, but when you A start. A or O? A. A L A R O, I think. Alvero. I'm not sure. To be honest, I don't know how to spell it, but if you know where Union Station is, it's kind of across the street from Union Station. 
Did you say who? I said, I said, huh. Oh, okay. I've never heard of it. That's a surprise. That's why it was so confused. She kept saying it. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm surprised. It's, it's a nice place to visit. They have restaurants. They have O L V E R A says he just tweeted O L V E R A. Okay, she says I would love it too. Yeah. So. One of these days. Yes. So what else you got on your plate? Oh, like I say, nothing. Today's my my football day, so I'm just looking forward to the start of a game that everybody won't be able to see. But my favorite team is actually playing this afternoon, so you know we're gonna keep our fingers crossed for that. Which one is your favorite team, the Raiders or the Rams? The who? They they said the Raiders. The Raiders or the Rams? I said when you're changing uh, our team. Yeah, it is an R team, but it's neither one of those R teams. There's another R? (laughs) Yes, the Ravens, you know, like, you know, uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe, the Ravens. Oh, the Ravens. That has nothing to do with Ray Rice, right? Well, that was his former team, yes, it was. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, God, it's so hard for me to connect the dots sometimes. Okay, all right. So you like the Ravens. I do like the Ravens. I got my fingers crossed. I need a win today. Go go Ravens. Maybe you can Um, use some of your energy. Oh, really? You want me to use my... Oh, you want me to... Wait, what? You want me to... Let's start over. Let's start over. Are you seriously asking me to use my psychic energy for your team and... No, no, no. No, I I, I want everybody to use their energy. No, Malcolm. No. No. You were just about to ask me for... Like, this is like a bewitch moment. Your Darren was about to ask his wife. Not, 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 no, no, wait, don't get confused. Don't get confused. No, no. Don't get confused. You're no bewitch. Oh, and he's like, he's like, don't use your magic. Don't use your magic. Don't use your magic. But when he wanted it, he would be like, can you please use your magic? So, with that being said, you just was about to ask me for a personal favor to put towards the Ravens when you did not, did you read my text? I did what? <laughs> what was the last part? Did you read my text? I sent you a text. Oh, did you? Uh, uh, I did. Oh. 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 But it's funny how you think it's okay to ask me to use my psychic energy for the radio. Really? Really? I, I apologize. Huh. That's huh. That's when uh, you believe in my energy. Any other time, you don't believe in this stuff. I don't believe in what you do. Uh, I think you should just live their life. 
But today, for the Ravens, you believe. Well, actually, it's not like you're saying. (laughs) Because I I still don't believe like that. I was just hoping for, you know, like, you know, cross your fingers and, you know, put together. Not your, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Now, son. Now, son, I don't cross cross my fingers. If I want to put my energy on something, I will wiggle my nose like the witch. <laughs> I'm sorry. And there you have it. <laughs> Although I have to tell you, Desi says she's so funny. She says men will believe anything when it comes to football, brutal, tarot, right. spells, all of that. <laughs> She's right. <laughs> See? Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it now, too. You know, is, you're, the rest of the time, no, no, no. But when it comes to your team, you know, you cross your legs funny, with, you know, do whatever you can. What did you say? The rest no. of the time, no, no, no. But. No, no, no. But but then there's football. Listen, Desi wants football. to know. Desi wants to know. Does Malcolm like college ball? What does he think about FSU getting stomped on? Well, it was, ball? What did I think about FSU? It was uh, everything went wrong in that game. If it could go wrong, it mm. went wrong. They they came into the game looking like a powerhouse, and they got trashed. Mm-hmm. It was like not even close to being pretty. And, mm-hmm. I mean, there, and, and to show you how bad the game was, there was this one player to me that epitomizes the whole game. The quarterback went back, and he's scrambling, and they started coming yeah. at him, and he just fell backward and threw the ball up in the air, and the other team picked up the for a touchdown. That was the game. I, I saw that. Did you see that one? Oh, I yes. saw that, that. I saw that. Yeah. Well, that was, you know, they lost so badly. <laughs> and we're talking about a team that had not been beaten. They lost badly. Like, mm-hmm. everything went wrong. I mean, completely went wrong. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but that's what happens in sports. Sometimes, you know, the team that you think is supposed to win, they mm-hmm. don't. They just, mm-hmm. and then when it goes, and when it goes bad, it goes very. That's why you know you see a lot of Super Bowls, and the Super Bowls suck because mm-hmm. they get these teams that have been very good all year. They get to this one game, and and for one team, the pressure is too much. And I think that's what happened with Florida State. The pressure was mm-hmm. too much, and when they imploded, they imploded. Mm-hmm. That's why whenever I see a Super Bowl, I'm completely happy. You know that that a Super Bowl that's good. Because yeah. if you, I don't, most of them aren't any good, and there, there was we went on a run for a couple of years where every one was good. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so to answer Jesse's question, I'm not the biggest college football fan, but I, I'm just paying attention. So, mm-hmm. I have a question. Okay. I think somebody, I think somebody walked up to you and and actually said something about uh, wizards. Yes, wizards. Yes. 
and, and you know, it's funny because with my non believing self, all I could think of was Harry Potter. Uh huh. Because you know, there's a there's a line in Harry Potter. Harry, you're a wizard, and, and I just that's the same with me. When you said there's wizards there. I was thinking, well, Harry Potter's in the house. Harry Potter's a clown. A wizard. Harry, you're a, a wizard. wizard. Did you ever watch any yeah. Harry Potter movies? No. Really? Not a one. Not a one. They were actually pretty decent. <laughs> I, I may mean, have seen of... a little bit of the first one because I was like maybe Brian was in the room and I may have seen something at a lunch table, a really long lunch table with 10, you know, tables, but I saw like eight scenes, but the... out there, I have not seen a one. Well, that's a, that's a mission. We have to get you a, a Harry Potter viewing. <laughs> I think you would like it, actually. Really? I, I mean, well, I don't I, have I, anything I like against it. it. I just, I just have like specific movies that I would invest in. Um, like, I don't have anything against it. I just, I've never seen a one, and then. By the time like the fourth one came out, it was like I can't go see the fourth one because I haven't seen the first one. I just feel like well, I should follow the sequence, and I haven't followed the sequence. And I'm in agreement with that. I mean, I understand. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, the Harry Potter series was kind of like to me the first one where they they really started doing these, you know, four, five, six movie series, you know, before Twilight mm-hmm. came along, before the, the Hobbit movie came along, where they just put Twilight, yeah. you know, show that many movies. Well, I mean, and that's one of the things that I did. Like, I was kind of regretful that I didn't see the whole Harry Potter series. And so when the Twilight came along, I, I read the first book first. I feel like I got through the second book, but it was directed at teenagers, not even like 15-year-olds. It was like directed at 11, 12, like the language and the way it was written. It was so childish that I actually struggled to get through the book. I got the concept. I thought the movies, ironically, were much better than the book, to be honest with you, because the pace was faster in the language of the, the Twilight first couple of books. The language was truly, truly meant for kids. So it was a slower pace getting to the scene, but um, I didn't want to be regretful. So I read the book first because everybody was reading the book, and then I saw the movie, and then I was done. I saw the first Twilight series, and I was like, I'm done. I'm good. Did you like the Twilight series? Well, I made the mistake of going into the theater for the second one because I had seen the first one on on video. So, you know, I, I was at the theater, so I walked in there, and... I had I didn't really know that this was all about teenage girls because when mm-hmm. uh, what's the boy's name Taylor Lautner took off his shirt the whole movie mm-hmm. theater erupted with uh, you know I was like because I, I went in there it was dark I didn't even know who was in there and all these girls started jumping up screaming and I was like what the hell <laughs> oh my god I don't so. even think Taylor Lautner was truly coming on 
to be that big of a figure um, in the series. Because in the book, he doesn't come across that way. He comes across well, as a main component, don't get me wrong, but ultimately he was the sex symbol of the series. Oh, he was. He apparently was. <laughs> I mean, like I said, when a boy took off his shirt, I didn't know it was okay. a big scene, but every girl in there, I thought, I was like, well, I should leave. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was feeling kind of strange, but. <laughs> yeah. That's just me. Mm-hmm. It's just what do I what do I know what don't I know? <laughs> I don't know a lot. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about this. Oh uh, my niece is getting married next week. Which niece? My oldest brother's daughter. And so oh, congratulations. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> a very non-traditional type of uh, thing going on next week. So uh, it's so non-traditional that I don't have any time or place for this. So I have to find out the time and the place. <laughs> because, like I say, it's very non-traditional. That is so cool, though. Yeah, yeah, she's the yeah. first of my nieces and nephews because they're all still young. She's what? Yes. Yeah. Twenty something still, right? Twenty eight, something like that. No, she's not twenty eight. Uh, oh. She was born and I guess twenty five. <laughs> Oh, she's young. Well, she's going to be 25 this year. And and that's the musician boyfriend, right? She has a musician boyfriend, yes. Okay. I know what's going on. She's kind of a musician herself. Yes, yes, I remember. She followed in her dad's footsteps. Nice. Thank you. Uh, I hope they'll... He's a nice guy, so I mean that's the thing I would say. You've always He's said a nice that. Kid. You've always said that. And can I tell you something? That's what you want for everyone. You just want them to pair up with somebody nice. Somebody that just that just cares. Yep, you do. Because so listen, you don't you don't, you get stuck over. If I what? I said, if you don't, not you, just meaning everyone, you get fucked over. You want somebody that likes you. Did you say? I'm sorry. Did you say you did, did you say you get screwed over? Yeah, you do. Yeah. You want somebody oh. that likes you, like and, you know, that's what you truly, truly want out of life. So on that also. note. On that note, I'm going to have to end Malcolm because I am at the psychic fair. And well, you enjoy I that. I thought job. I should be there with you, but I'm not. So. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice if you would have the experience just once because it's not scary. And the psychic fair is one of the best places because it's a 10-minute reading and you just kind of sit there and you listen to the different, you know, points of view and you would hope 
that whoever you go to would have the same <laughs> whoever you go to will have the same energy, you know, have the same story to tell for you. So it's, it's interesting. So listen, I better get up out of here. What well, you enjoy. Thank you. And I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you. Take it easy. All right. Bye. Toodles. Toodles. Um, so, everyone, I apologize. Um, I do have to leave early. Next week, I will be at my regular scheduled time. Um, next week may be a special. I actually may go for three hours next week. The first hour will be with Malcolm. The second hour will have celebrities, and then the third hour will be um, dedicated to psychic reading. So um, I don't mind doing uh, this show for three hours. I think it's fun. I just love to talk. Greetings. Watch for the listening. Um, please, please join me on Twitter. And so if you tweet me and you're like, hey, for God, please. Pick me. I need, you know, a reading right now. Trust me, I'll pick you. All right? I just, you just need to communicate with me. So I don't, I don't like the radio show being a lottery. Join me on Twitter and then communicate with me. I love you all. Have a, have a Merry New Year. Thank you. Bye. Are you today? Yes, please. Put it right in there. So, play with this and tell me what brings you here today. Okay. Give it to me in the form of a question.